Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. I am Spencer Hall, Editorial Director, SB Nation, and founder of EverydaySouldBeSaturday.com. Joining me for what I guarantee you is the worst damn edition of this show ever. You can just turn it off. This is going to be bad. Like, it'll be so bad it might be sublime, so maybe it has some value there. Uh, But uh, it might not. I'm just going to let you know. It's going to be a rough ride because we have to preview some very awful teams today. So, to, so live from New York to help us do that, uh, and not from New- Brooklyn, but actually in New York City because he's in a tiny little booth, trapped like a rat, like so many in that fine metropolis. Ryan, Nanny. If we make it to the 15-minute mark on this episode, I will be proud of us. Or disappointed. Or both. I think we can make fun of the city of Boston for longer than 15 minutes. <laughs> This, this I, I, I feel bad because it's my fault in some sense because I proposed the random um, selection process for our college football preview, and, and that's how we got Iowa State, Boston College, Syracuse, Wake Forest, Purdue. And if you say those names three times in a row, um, the world just stops, just resets, goes back to Pangea, and dinosaurs are here. Yeah, this is we today we uh today we flopped the worst hand we could. Don't feel bad, you know, Boston College. Dinosaurs couldn't pass either. <laughs> Just their short little arms. T Rex is T Rex is all about the ground game. Strong defense. <laughs> Strong defense, big heads. T Rex was a dude. Dude. He was a dude. Joining us from Kennesaw, Georgia, college football editor Jason Kirk. Hi, Jason. Hey, I uh just stepped on a dead bird with my bare feet. Um because one of the one of the our, either our cat or our dog left a dead bird just laying here on the porch, and uh, I didn't see it. All right, so, on it. so there's our Iowa State so, preview. 
it, that felt pretty 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 appropriate for what we're doing here. But I just want to say that I I feel good about um, what we're going to accomplish today because we're going to get some real real bad stuff out of the way. Um, so this is this is an investment in our future together. Uh, I, I guess that sort of sounds like I'm selling you like a real estate university pitch or something. But <laughs> it's, just, it's just like we were poor and I had cancer in the first year of our marriage, so we're never getting divorced. Well, we're, take, yeah. we're, ta- we're taking out another line of credit today. It's is what l- we're doing. We are we are put we are we are putting our yes on the table, mm-hmm. and we're and we're letting God tell us tell us the rest. This and, is, and God giving us uh, wake for us. This is the podcast version of playing blackjack, and yeah, we're we're a lot of threes and fours are getting thrown out to the table here. But that means kings Ooh. and queens are in the deck. Queens are coming. And also yeah. you will make no money maybe, off of maybe, this. Maybe even like a seven or a or, or nine. Ooh. And the waitress is coming around with drinks. It's all coming together. You should note that none of these numbers, these higher numbers, uh, are the w- predicted win total for any of these teams. Oh, we won't need those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Not today. <laughs> Uh, um, we're, not, we're not using we're not using anything we're not using anything like those numbers. I'm gonna reach into this bag of eyeballs and pull the first one out. All right, do it. I I I, I want you to pick the team that you have the most hate and feelings for. Oh man, I know I know who I think I know who it's gonna be, but I want you to pick. Well, I'm gonna start with the one I hate the most, uh, strictly based on their fans. Okay, and uh, then we're just gonna go from there. Cause Good. I thought, yeah, because this is actually, I can start with the negative and end with the positive because y'all, for the first time in like ever, for the first time since like like Jim Brown or Ernie Davis, for the first time since Donovan McNabb, Syracuse football, they did a good thing. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yeah! Syracuse! You, you hired Dino Babers. Yeah. He's cool. That's good. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great hire. And, and you'll be interesting. You'll be interesting, like, even when they were good under Paul Pasqualoni, they weren't interesting. Do you know where not Dino, in the least? Do you know where Dino Babers uh, grew up and played his college football? Um, it's a weird answer. Uh, I, I've looked this up before. Where? Uh, well, he grew up in California, but he played football uh, at the University of Hawaii at Manoa. Yeah. So yeah, been around. So I want you to consider the the path in life that led you from. Uh, Delighted, probably intoxicated Hawaii student in the late seventies, early eighties, to two thousand sixteen Syracuse. Yeah, that's that's where he he. Frankly, I really, when it comes time for my children to go to university, I'm going to give them the worst advice possible, which is that they should go to an academically prestigious institution. But what they really should do, and I hope that years from now they listen to this and hold it against me and say, "Dad, that's not what you said." They won't. Well, l- l- luckily we've safeguarded this information because they have to get through the warning that we're going to be talking about <laughs> college. That's right. They hear that. Nope, no, nope, nope. That you should just go to a warm weather school someplace like Hawaii mm-hmm. and just let gra- and let grad school be your saving throw, right? Like last two years in a decent test score and the saving throw to get to a professional degree. Yeah, there and you go. When, you're, when one of your sons ends up as Syracuse head coach, remember that you cost it. The moral, the moral arc of the college football universe is long, but it bends towards sadness. Bends towards <laughs> comedy. Bends towards Syracuse. <laughs> but um, hey, they, they, they did it. You did a good thing. They did you a good hired, thing. You hired an interesting coach, and you're yeah. probably. Yeah, go, uh, you, it, uh, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, I hear some hesitation over there. 
Well, <laughs> it felt like a great hire. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Until recent news. Um, uh, yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, Dino obviously comes from a, uh, a certain coaching tree that has given him an, uh, an offensive system that is effective, that uh, could be a whole lot of... Uh, a whole lot of fun at Syracuse. Um, also raises some questions. Uh, that, yeah, because uh, uh, that was our brow. That, that's our brow's tree, and you know they're different people. Uh, but, but yeah, you you. The, uh, uh, yeah, it it it, it raises a, a sort of this thing that's just sitting here, and uh, it'll be it'll be great for everyone when Baylor is able to specifically say, um, you know. The following are all the people who are involved in this thing. Everyone else is fine, and we can say, "Okay, good, good." Now we can enjoy Syracuse. Uh, now that we know, uh, you know, have, have you know, have no reason to think Dino was involved in any of this stuff. It'd be nice to get to that point really quickly. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to dispel that real fast. And frankly, this is it, it's a it's a slightly different kind of school in a slightly different kind of environment, right? Like this is one of those times when you say, "Oh." Well, you know, Syracuse doesn't really value football quite as much as other schools. And now you can go, wow, this is really good. Syracuse doesn't <laughs> value football as much as other schools. <laughs> so they, they'll probably keep the kind of, like, absolute horror that occurred at Baylor from happening because it, football just doesn't have that kind of license there. We won't talk about basketball. But football just doesn't have that. So there's a positive to that. Look, Syracuse were saying all kinds of nice things about you. Not even yeah. bar- barely stretching to do it. Barely, man. This doesn't require any energy at all. Mm-hmm. But just know that, like, I don't think Syracuse has to wait long to be that good because they have a pretty good quarterback, like a good young quarterback whose name escapes me. But he's, uh, but they have a good young quarterback. They've got some skill. Uh, the offensive line, yeah, we, we'll just, you know, we were saying so many positive things. Let's just keep going. Just keep okay? going. <laughs> and usually just keep going, right? And Weber's also, like, in case you doubt, like, in his first two stops – in both of those years, you know, they won like seven and eight games. It wasn't like you have to have this one year where you go like, you know, three and the uh, three and nine, right? That doesn't have to happen. Um, things get going fairly quickly under them, and then double-digit wins in year two. So uh, the past is not necessarily a predictor, but it's definitely one indicator of probable things that can happen. You'll be pretty good in year one, and I don't see a lot on the schedule. That sort of says to me that, uh, you know, you couldn't steal some games here, particularly if you can do anything but score, you know, 60 to 70 percent of the points that you might think you could score in year two. Like if we're on the growth curve, you're kind of looking and going, I think this would be the kind of year where they could come out of it and go seven wins. I we're totally fine with that. Totally happy with a lot of promise. Does this seem insane? No, the thing all all five of the schools that we're previewing this week have in common is that um their non-conference scheduling is basically set up in, you know, when a school that's potentially contending for a conference title has a weak non-con like like Baylor or Wisconsin some years or Florida or whoever, um, everybody talks about how they're just trying to skate by and trying to, you know, you got to keep that in mind if they're in contention for a playoff spot, whatever. It's very frowned upon. But when you do the same thing just so you can maybe get bowl eligible, when you are Syracuse and you schedule Colgate and USF and UConn, um, it's okay, right? Everybody recognizes that your, your, your goal there is much more limited and we're cool with it. Yeah, I have out of these five teams, I have one going to a bowl this year at this point, and oh it's Syracuse. God. It's uh, and and okay, I I'm interested to see how 
That they that must mean that they're winning a lot early in the season. Then, yeah, yeah the, the yeah. OC is pretty light, you mm-hmm. know, and you get uh you get to play two of the other teams in this episode. That's true. So, phew. Uh, can uh, I, they, can they I... return a ton? Uh, um, not just one young quarterback, but two. And I think I looked earlier, and only like four or five or so senior starters even this year, I believe, which is how young the team was last year. So. Yeah, I think things could start to click pretty quickly. I think they could, and they don't really have to. I mean, I always put on the schedule early up, they can put four or five wins in pretty early because Colgate, USF, UConn, Wake Forest, that's four out of the first six, right? USF could be really good, but still. That's in Syracuse. I think that's at least three. It's in Syracuse. so well. The noted, the noted quiet dome advantage. Oh, you the get hush to USF. That's just going to look like the trop. You get to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's concrete and sad. Yeah, that sounds right. I guess we brought okay. our own roof, boys. Cool. Uh, where's the blooming onion? That and uh, but they they do face they do have some like guaranteed L's on the schedule. Yeah. They, oh yeah, Notre Dame. That's yep. a loss. That's a loss. That, that's a loss. Clemson. It's in East Rutherford. It's in East Rutherford. MetLife Stadium. That's oh a loss. Oh my god. That I. Hmm. Okay, I'm excited I, to I, see. I, you say that's in Giant Stadium. That's not even like a loss that a Dino Babers fan would like. That's no. That's a 17 to 11 loss. I'm excited mm. to see how much people pay for those tickets because somebody is going to spend an exorbitant amount of money for good tickets to that game, and, and that's stupid of you, and you shouldn't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, but actually, yeah, they're, they're, if, like, if you're considering spending more than $500 a ticket to that game, send me that money. And I will write you a personal short story about the Notre Dame Syracuse game before it even happens. Uh, that and that and this, you're going to get hammered, Clemson. Yeah. You are going to get. You are going to get. You're probably going to get beat up. It's going to be bad. By, you're probably. You know that Virginia Tech game. I don't know. That really depends on how quickly you get it. Also, Louisville. I don't know. I, I have no idea what Louisville is yet. Are you, t- so... you, are, you are like teetering on the verge of calling calling Syracuse a, a nine win team. You realize? Nope. That. <laughs> nope. 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 That's nope. that's what you did. You no, just told... no because because I'm being real optimistic, but they're but they still have to play Florida State. They still have to play Clemson. They have to play a, a better on paper Virginia Tech team, and uh, I think you know that combined with Louisville and USF early up six or seven. Right. Yeah. I'm like, just saying, I'm, when we previewed all these other teams that are on Clem, uh, Syracuse's schedule, and we got to the Syracuse game, we said, "Oh, that's a win." Like for Pitt, we didn't look at the Pitt schedule saying well, that could go. No, we just said Pitt was going to win. Well, that's because we have extremely high confidence in Pitt, and we always have. Oh man, this is a Pitt podcast. This is uh, all Pitt. All Pitt. Pitt. Hail Pitt. I, I think six wins. Um, I think Q's fans would be happy with that. I, I think. Um, I, I think they should. And that looks about right to me. A, a competitive, fiery six. Maybe you threaten uh, a few of those really good teams. You know, I, I think six is what I'm saying. I think that's fine. I don't... Are you, saying five, are you saying five? No, I can find, no. I, I, I can find five for sure on here. I can find five. Go, five uh, definitely. All right, so you're, you're, you're giving them Colgate, Wake Forest, Colgate, Boston College. Them, Colgate, Wake, Boston, uh, NC State, because I just don't even know what NC State okay, is. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. And I think that they, I think that they then, lift one off either UConn or they lift one off of USF. USF. That's fine. 
Yeah, I, 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 I personally am not going to go above five, but if you both want to call them a six-win team, I am not going to rock this particular boat. We have, we have, they, we have think, drugged I, Syracuse fans through the mud for too long. We can't take this away from them. I think they get, I think they get better, and they steal one from like Pitt down the road, right? Because they're going to be good once they get in rhythm. Like if they get into some kind of rhythm, but that's going to take time uh, with real, real live fire on the field. So I would say, if they get to six wins, it's because they steal one from Pitt or they steal one from Virginia Tech. Because it's in Syracuse, but that's so, a that's a tall order. So I, I'm, I, I'll go with five. I'll, I'll side with five. I want I everyone five. to know that the first game of the year that we're double calling is yeah. Pitt Wake Forest. Okay, good, good. Yeah. As everyone expected. Um, so is that two votes for five then? Yeah, two votes for five. Okay, I'm outvoted. Five and seven it is. Stolen from Pitt is a great name for a lifetime original movie. Speak, <laughs> speaking of stolen from a pit and then returned to it. <laughs> Because Seamless. they had expanded the pit Seamless. and deepened it forever. Seamless. You know where I'm going Just with it. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> per- Purdue. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's get that. Oh, let's, boy. You were talking about pulling the Band-Aid off. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Mm. Dr. Dubrow, I want you to see what they made of me. You're a monster. Here, this I, is the worst episode of Botched ever. I want to ask you a really unfortunate question. Oh, please. So, um, <laughs> Purdue has... Five road games this year and seven home games. Um, if you could either go to all, if you had to either go to all five road games or five home games of your choosing, which one would you pick? And I want to, I want to emphasize that I said had to, not get to. All right, had I had to go the the I'm road ga- if you go to the road games, you're going to Maryland and Illinois in October and Nebraska. Uh, then you're going to Minnesota in uh, early November. And then you are ending the year, I believe, Thanksgiving Saturday in Bloomington, Indiana. Or, or, I'm, going to, or I'm going to West Lafayette seven times. Five times. I'm only going to make you go five times. You get to pick five home games. Mm. Oh, I'm going. I'm still. But, but, you're still, but you're still, like, in terms of who you get to watch... You get to watch maybe Wisconsin, Northwestern, Penn State, Iowa, uh, Cincinnati. Like, those are probably the best five home games you'll get to watch. Can we talk you down to three home games? No, no. This is, this is, no. This is five home, I'm five, take, or I'm, five road. I'm, yeah, I'm taking the roads. You're taking sure. the roads? Yeah, so I'm, you... taking, I'm taking the roads either. I'm not going to West Lafayette that many times. Okay. Okay. That's our advertisement for producing season tickets. Home games? That's what Purdue should do. Purdue should stop selling season tickets for home games and just only sell road packages. Like it's an evacuation. <laughs> well, no, you treat it like a um, like we a. We got three spaces left on the boat. <laughs> you treat mind it like you, a travel, I, like a cruise. Can I can I give you can I give you two really unfortunate uh, phrasings from their football schedule, their official football schedule? Please do. Versus Nevada, or Nevada, as they say in Nevada. Uh, it's Hammer Down Cancer Day, which if there's gross, if there's any, if, <laughs> that's if not how down, you treat it. If, <laughs> that's how they treated it, Purdue. Hey, man, listen, Big Ten academics. I'm sure they know better than I do. Man, I got that's true. It's I, so I hard to it's so solution. <laughs> so flipping hard to get into Iowa, which has the same acceptance rates as Arkansas. But never mind. Yeah, man, never, it's never it's mind. it's spread to my lymph nodes. Well, let me get the hammer. Hold still. Hold on. Where are your lymph nodes? Neil Armstrong got to the moon. 
he can hammer out cancer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's hammer down cancer. That's a really unfortunate thing. Also, which team on their schedule is the one that has the kids' club day? No. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. On Wait, on Halloween weekend? No. Ten twenty nine sixteen. No. It's the Boilermaker Damn Kids it, Club dude. Day. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, like even 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 Penn State fans have to admit that that is poor poor planning, right? <laughs> or Purdue oh, being Jesus more sinister God. than we could possibly imagine. God. Jesus Christ. That you know, maybe that's Purdue's plan. They'll just do theme <laughs> games for all the home games that remind people of the darkest time in the visiting team's history. Do you feel like Purdue is doing this just to see if any websites are looking at their schedule so they can later apologize for it and get two headlines out of it? So like people will notice Purdue. Wait, man, listen, Purdue what can Purdue possibly apologize for after watching their team the last two years? <laughs> what? Like what what's the point? Right? It's just not happening. By the way, Jason, are you in a monsoon? Yeah, it's raining pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, good. Just making sure you weren't broadcasting from the shower. Not that that wouldn't be like super southern hip-hop of you to be recording your vocals in the bathroom. They just just, did do it with the shower on. Just like Big Boy. Like, like, I hope hope for the Wisconsin game, the theme is making a murderer. Or, or Parrot Appreciation Day. That's very <laughs> right there. For Cincinnati, it's like, oh, uh, shit, shoot a gorilla day. <laughs> yeah, gorilla Appreciation Endang- Day. Endangered Species Day. Uh, yeah, I don't know why anyone's still a Purdue fan. I don't really condone abandoning your team. There's very few instances where I've done that. This might be one where I would forgive you. Purdue has... Yeah. <clears throat> Cleveland Browns, Purdue football, you're off the hook. Yeah. I mean, like, my favorite was this, that Bill C. last year, 2015, said, no, Purdue football is clearly improving. No, seriously. (laughs) And... And and then they they it didn't really show. They beat show Nebraska. Off. They beat Nebraska. Who beat sure. Michigan State? Michigan State. Who, who beat, beat Ohio? Ohio who, who beat Ohio State? Who was the reigning who national champion? Purdue. Purdue was just a heartbeat. Purdue was a heartbeat away from the presidency. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, did, did I remind you? Uh, did they turn over their uh, offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator this year? Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. It's like yes. a mattress. Yes, you got to flip it. <laughs> you got to flip it. Yeah, Once yeah. you see all the lice and scorpions <laughs> and, and, and tarantulas and octopi and and all kind of creatures on there, you just got to rotate it. Oh, and, got nematodes. And sleep on a different corner. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, by the way, like, they gave up over 200 yards rushing a game in the Big Ten. And uh, they've gone 2-22 and 22 in the Big Ten. Under Daryl Hazel. So how much, how much I, do Purdue season tickets cost? How much do Purdue I'm, tickets? I'm cost? looking too, this up. Too, do, you, do you have a prediction? The, the answer is too much. Okay. Fine. That's the, tickets. Holy God! All right. How much do you think Purdue season tickets cost for? Um, we're gonna say not even the best seats in the house. Just the just the like. Uh, what is this? 
This is like sideline tickets that are not that are probably like around the thirty yard line, from what I can tell. Now, is this at the school site? Yeah, this is from Purdue officially. Whew. So, they're, so <laughs> they're probably being a little too ambitious here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, um, hmm. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can, you can get. Uh, they have two different packs. Um, one I think requires a season ticket donation. Uh, so yeah, between uh, or a, like like a, a, cha- a scholarship fund donation. In total, you're gonna pay about three hundred bucks either way. Wow. Jesus good. Christ, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now? Are you now frying like pork rinds? No, what? No, no. I went. I went inside, and I just now came back outside. Okay. I'm just providing some some ambience to distract distract the folks from um, what they're listening to. You can you can buy you have to buy them in sets of four, but you can get them for only a hundred dollars. And I guess my question is, is this the worst way to spend a hundred dollars to get bad seats at? A season of Purdue home games. Hmm. Well, there's no good way. Like, I guess if you bought bought stock in a company that has already gone belly up, <laughs> like if you can buy Pets.com hundred dollars worth of Pets.com stock today, maybe that's worse. But even then, that doesn't obligate you to do anything on Saturday. You still have time, yeah. so. And you could sell it first. Because if Something. You, it, you figure, maybe you're spending five hours every Saturday at the, for seven Saturdays. That's thirty-five hours. Yeah. Well, you, Big Ten speed, so the game's only two two and a half right, hours. Right. Um, and it's not on TV, <laughs> so you're down to two hours. So, so. You're, you're spending two dollars eighty-five cents an hour. Then there's nobody else in the building, so you're in and out pretty quickly. I That's think you're true. down to about an hour and a half. <laughs> I see. So this is like this is like watching a bad '90s oh. action film. Oh. <clears throat> by the way, I have a, oh I I have breaking news from Purdue. By the way, in oh, case you God. want to re reevaluate oh, no. uh, that two and a half hour mark, yeah, their oh. uh, their their new their new dude is a former coach under Lloyd Carr. It's Terry Malone, who was the tight ends coach. He's now offensive coordinator. Oh and yeah, he, he held that role under Michigan. <laughs> Uh, in Michigan under Lloyd Carr from 2002 to 2005. Boys, with two two hours, 15 minutes. <laughs> this, this game's down to 45 minutes long. Plus, plus you can always have, make dinner plans because Purdue doesn't have lights. <laughs> Purdue, sent, Purdue sent someone to the moon and won't put up fucking lights. That's why Drew Brees feels at home in the Superdome, <laughs> where the lights went off during the Super Bowl, in case anyone missed it. He was playing, right? Why would he yeah. be in that game? <laughs> anyway, uh, so so Purdue, I have, have three. Purdue, yeah. I, I have three and nine, and can't go much higher than that. Like the only the only Purdue headline I've seen all off season is uh, one of their best defensive linemen is gone. I believe. Cool. Uh, and they did not have many of those. Um, I assume of the three you're giving them, Eastern Kentucky. Nevada and uh, uh, Illinois. Maybe. I mean, even that's on the road maybe. after another road trip. I don't know. Maybe like the grab bag of Illinois, Maryland, Indiana, Minnesota. They can cobble. They can bar. They can use like rollover points or something. Yeah, yeah. On on the board, like if I had to pick each game, heads up, heads down, we could only count each game once. Right. I'd have them two and ten. But here, where we can sort of say, sure, out of this morass, they'll steal one. 
you know, then maybe three or four, but no, man, I got, I got two, okay. two. I mean, that sounds fine. How pissed are Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State that none of them get to play Purdue this season? Just to have that one Purdue week. I mean, not Ohio State because you lose to Purdue sometimes, but other than that, that's very true. You do do that, Ohio State, more often than you lose to Michigan. But other than that, and so you're, yeah, you're, you're stuck competing. Who can beat Wisconsin by the most? <laughs> um, I'm fine with Jason's prediction because I don't want to talk about Purdue anymore. I'm yeah. sorry. I just don't. Ship it. Put it down. Ship it. Put it down. Change topic. New page. Uh, yeah. You know what? Call the ball. I don't care which. Hey. <laughs> hey, uh, it's really coming down. <laughs> Update. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this is the worst episode we've done. We tried to warn them. Christ, nobody's listening at this point. Uh, let's talk about Iowa State. Godfrey's listening. We love you, buddy. We're, we're talking about all his favorite teams. Um, Iowa State. Uh, can you name their coach? Because I can't. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Yeah. Sure, who, great. Who has already gone viral in one of the worst head coach viral videos I've ever seen. Okay. Um, viral by Iowa State Sanders. Like 18 people laughed at it. <laughs> um, in which he is, uh, <clears throat> it's about how hard he works or something. And like it's him doing like three curls and like changing a tire or something. And then he falls asleep. And there's like a terrible song. Uh, that's the impression he's left during his time as Iowa State head coach. Well, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. Four and eight. Also. <laughs> Four and eight. There we go. Done. No, I, uh, yeah, I don't really know what, I don't know what you can hope for. Here's what you can hope for with Iowa State. There's okay. a few things. This yeah. is what this job is for, right? Yep. yep. Just tell me, tell me when I start lying. Because you can either take this job, do two years or three years, and do an, a stellar job and get up to a bowl, right. like maybe six six wins, seven wins with a favorable schedule, and then bolt. Like, just leave. So it's college oh. football's halfway house. Yeah, you got to get. Sometimes you can actually win nothing and still get hired at Auburn. <laughs> That's another thing. Hey, that happened. That and happened. then Championship. you play that, eventually you're at UNC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with exactly. A, with a national title in hand. Um but at least you get to play on the Longhorn Network. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, uh, the other thing about Iowa State is you get to pull off one amazing upset per half decade that people will talk about for the next four or five years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as long as you have a lot of emotion and your players don't get in trouble, you can, you can hang on for a few years. Like, they're paying you pretty good money compared to most jobs in the world, so... Just knock off, you know, Oklahoma or Texas every like four or five years. Where is Paul? Man. Where is Paul Rhodes now? I don't even know. Uh hmm. oh, probably Paul. Iowa State. Still. He's he's at I, Ar- he's I, at Arkansas. He's at Arkansas. Oh, that's a good place. He's that's the defensive place. backs coach at Arkansas. That is a passionate group of <laughs> men. That my God. Oh boy, this the, they're forming an all nude barbershop quartet. It's gonna be great. <laughs> that and that and this, like you either do that or you're the one who says, "No, I can make it work." 
I can make Iowa State this little bastion of excellence. And eventually, like, math, math and numbers and life. Geography. Uh-huh. Geography. Lord of the just... Flies doesn't have to go that way. We can do it. <laughs> just, Iowa no. State, to me, is the, the, the ultimate argument against how silly this the, the layout of this sport is, where there are 65 teams that get to call themselves top level. And power, Iowa State power five, power five program. Iowa State, bow, 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 bow. like Iowa State, just kept landing in the conferences that would eventually, like the various conferences that were all disbanded for cheating and would eventually become the Big Twelve. Iowa State just somehow kicked around along, <laughs> somehow in each of them. Like we, it's like every time there's like a controversy about how many Texas schools should make it in or whatever, and no one notices Iowa State sneaking in. Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, it was Iowa State and Baylor, right? Like, yeah, just five years ago, during the last realignment freakout, uh, you know, the talk was, mm, Iowa State and Baylor, they might be in the Big East pretty soon. Next thing you know, Iowa State's not. So keep it up, Iowa State. Do you know how many Iowa times State. Iowa State has finished ranked in the final AP poll? Uh, twice. The answer is twice. Once in 1976... And once in 2000. Yeah. You think you, you walk in thinking you're Bill Snyder. And uh, you walk out like. Oh, no. Some I'm, Tom, other. I'm Tom Snyder. <laughs> you, walk, oh, no. you walk out with a losing record in Farmageddon against Bill Snyder. Oh. Yeah. Like, man, there's some good coaches who've got out. Like, Dan McCartney's a really good football coach. He is. And uh, he ended up at North Texas. I have, so, one, I have one request that we do not waste our El Asico preview on Iowa State. Because I want, I, I want that for Iowa fans. I want that for you, Iowa. Because it upsets them more. You are, you are kings of El Asico. <laughs> yeah, Los Reyes del Asico. <laughs> that that we can't take away steel jants from you ever. No. no. Ever. No. It stays, so look at, it stays in your bloodstream. Look at look at this schedule. By the way, I'm just gonna roll through. I'm gonna. There goes Jason. God damn it. I couldn't take it in there. Jason's like Iowa a state. You're like a James Taylor song. What the fuck's going on <laughs> over there? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Just randomly starts raining. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to give. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Four and eight. We're moving on. Four and eight. Not yep. talking about the with schedule. over Oh, sure, sure, sure. Gotta give him that. I can barely hear Spencer. I had to do it again. <laughs> Four and eight, win over Texas. Hook him. Next. Yeah, next. Oh, Man, shit. We, got- we left two ACC schools. Woo! We, 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 cannot, we cannot stop getting... We cannot stop flopping a five. I know. <laughs> uh, Wake Forest? Wake Forest. Wake Forest. One of the first football games we'll see on Thursday, September 1st, uh, hosting Tulane. Just to, so. just to let every, everyone know what they're in for uh-huh. by watching this yep. crap. Yep. Um, uh, Man, there's, there's, there's not a lot to say here. There's just not. Mm-hmm. Because we managed to pull, you know, like as, as genuinely full of despair as Iowa State fans should be existentially... I don't know what to tell you when you're a fan of like the smallest school in D1. Like Wake Forest has one of the tiniest 
actual student bodies. They have nowhere to recruit from. And the only times that they've been consistently successful uh, have been when they've just hit the longest streak of luck and good coaching and favorable schedules and an awful Florida State team. Like that, remember, in case you don't oh, think this can be done, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you can always hit Florida State at the right time and beat them like 30 to 0. <laughs> that can that can happen. Oh, did, are you trying to say that did happen or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, that happened. That's that's crazy. Look, Wake Forest, Wake Forest beat Florida State that badly. Look, Dave Clawson knew that he was inheriting a rebuilding job at Wake Forest. I think they are making steps, but it is all about. It's not really about this season for Wake. It is about the future. It is about I don't know. Let's say. 2026 when i don't know uh wake forest has on september 12th um the first half of a home and home with i don't know purdue mm. that's real 2026 so 2027 purdue <clears throat> purdue wake forest we have, we have 10 years to find another habitable planet <laughs> stephen hawking is freaking out huh so um wake is kind of kind of in the syracuse shape we're really really young roster last year also really really bad roster last year um and there is not a new exciting coach who is making things fun what is the um what is the oh god oh god this is all going wrong loss on wake forest's calendar this year because i think they are they are due for like they've had the couple of years where they lose stupid games or they look bad and it's sort of like, yep, that's what's supposed to happen. But we are entering that phase where there will be some losses that Wake Forest fans will say, nope, that's not okay. Well, week one, you're facing um, something like the triple option. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'll uh, cut you let me, right there. Yeah, yeah, let me, let me, let me give you a, a similar option. Yeah. Down the, no pun intended, down the yep. way here. Yep, 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 uh, yep. October 29th, yep. Army. Homecoming. <laughs> Homecoming against Army. Losing losing to Army on Homecoming mm-hmm. would... Yeah, that'd be a moment. That'd be bad. You'd have to, recon- you'd have to reconsider things, right. I think. Um, and then, <laughs> that's let's see, that's after you lose at Florida State. Um, you've gone to Duke, Indiana, and NC State. You've played that improving Syracuse at home. And you still have at Louisville and Clemson to go, among other things. Just, <laughs> among this, other this, teams that shall not be named. Among other teams you could beat. Which so yeah, this um, is this is rotten. This is so bad. This is so get out bad. now. So bad. Um, two and ten. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give them. You know what? I yeah, two and ten. This is a bad. This is a very bad team with it. And their offensive line. Their offensive line may be. They they might be the worst. Like they're Eastern Michigan bad. Who? Let me propose three. <laughs> okay, I mean, because if you if you take if you if you take Tulane and Delaware, it's the kind of great inflation that's making kids soft. But go ahead, you steal, you steal one elsewhere. You're at three. Where? What are you What are you talking about? Steal one? El- this is like saying, look. I mean, you play Indiana. Every Indiana game <laughs> is a point, no matter the opponent or location. Uh, yeah, I mean, Virginia, Virginia was bad and is starting over. Okay. Uh, Boston College. We got to talk about Boston College. I mean, I mean, do you, spoiler do you, alert? It's not good. Do you know? Do you know how how 
Wake Forest did last year in its three wins? Yeah, they took Virginia Tech to overtime. Wasn't that last year or the year before? That was the year before. Um, yes, recently have taken Virginia Tech to overtime. <laughs> this year, they fortunately, the last year they dodged Virginia Tech. Last year, they beat Elon handily. Then they, uh-huh. beat, then they, then they beat Ar- Army by a field goal. And then they yep, beat that again. Then they beat Boston College by a field goal. Literally Great. the only points scored in the game, and a debacle which we have covered heavily elsewhere. And we'll so never. what you're saying is they have a very good defense against awful teams. Yeah, that's that's what I'm telling you. Three so and nine. If you want to give them three and nine, God bless. They can you. do that again. I really, I just, oh boy. All right, sure. Yes. Three and nine. All right, boy, Mister Mister Sun Mister Sunshine Puffer over there. <laughs> oh God! Would you Would you make your traditional uh, chicken bet with Godfrey over Wake Forest getting to three wins or not? Um, well, I can't see Godfrey betting for a team to not hit a win total. Okay, so if he took you know? if he if he took four, so if we're, if, we're if like, we can convince Godfrey to take about, four and eight. If we're talking like Wario Godfrey, like yeah. evil Godfrey, right. who thinks who thinks the team is bad, yeah, you know maybe devil. You mean devil free? Wad free? Yeah. <laughs> Satan free? <laughs> Satan free? Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, and by the way, you need to get Bud in on that bet because Bud is oh, like, yeah, Bud will hammer because man, Bud, Bud, Bud offensive Bud, line's very poor. Bud for someone whose program has ascended back to its standard realm of unearthly performance and excellence still bears a grudge against this program <laughs> that's just disproportionate to anything human reason would call fair thinner yeah so uh let's finish this up i'm losing the will to live good i we've we've gone way longer than i thought we would i'm so proud of you guys i'm so proud not so like I'm, paul Rhodes proud but um you guys are dudes and i don't say that like lightly we're really, we're really trying to get you through we're this. Re- we're really earners. We're, 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 we're a group of workers, workers. out here. <clears throat> out, out here. Boston <laughs> College. Jesus Christ. Uh, we, this is not a... Put this whole team this, in your rear view. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you, this team, uh, they're, they're, they don't score. They oh. just, <laughs> it's just... I know you'll be astonished. To hear that a Boston College team coached by Steve Adazio, former Florida offensive coordinator, uh, has trouble scoring. But they do. They do. Um, they have a lot of trouble scoring. Boston College does not play in Chestnut Hill until September 24th. And they don't play a conference game at home until October 7th. They, this is one of the strangest schedules I have seen that does not involve one of those weird, like, wait, you scheduled who? On the road? They start with Georgia Tech in Dublin, which will start at 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday. Thank you, ESPN2, you fucking just, monsters. Just to, just to tamp down those two offenses like, a little. Like, it, it doesn't have to be a day game in Ireland, you dicks. Oh, I, I, I hate this game more than anything because you're forced to get up early and you're it's so early in the football season that you're like, all right, I'm ready for this again, and it's just stepdad Christmas. It's just bad stepdad Christmas is all it is. Mm. I hate it. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the stadium is pretty. That's fine, yeah. Um, then they go to, and I really put that in heavy quotation marks, <laughs> UMass. 
played state in championship. Wait, wait, wait. Gillette Stadium. UMass. They're playing at Gillette Stadium. Gillette. Yeah, yeah. Playing playing your state rival. <clears throat> rival. I just said UMass is Boston College's rival. Playing yeah. another state team in your state NFL stadium. That is some high school shit, Boston College. I mean, Woo. Patriots fans are used to watching undersized receivers who wouldn't succeed elsewhere. So, yeah. um, Then you go at, to uh, Blacksburg to play Virginia Tech, which I believe is the week after the Hokies will have played at Bristol Motor Speedway. And then Ooh, you cut... Then you get to, finally you get to come home. So you're going to go play some real like like peak level maximum redneck. Oh yeah, they're going to yeah they're going to have their mountain uh, their mountain meter set to stun. Like you're um, going to play a Virginia Tech that just lost to the only team more Virginia Tech than Virginia Tech. Wow, this is that has layers. Whew. Then here comes Wagner. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, Followed by Buffalo, followed by Clemson, then a bye week, and then hopefully by then we won't be talking about Boston College anymore. Hopefully, hopefully some more bye weeks. <laughs> I, I just, I just think you can string together a few of those. Oh boy, get to um, December. What is so what is, they? Uh, last year they did have a really good defense uh, they, with a really good defensive coordinator, Don Brown, mm-hmm. just uh, uh, one of the country's best assistants. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now at Michigan. Well, oh, that, well, yeah, well, and uh, you know that offense. You, they were six teams worse than they were. In terms of scoring, well, just, just six. So, yeah, I'm. This is a five-win team, most at wh- most. What What does uh, so Steve Adazio's first two years in at Boston College were not terrible. Seven and six, went to bowl games that they lost. Beat USC. Also that. Also that. Um, so I, last year, it sort of it was clear it was going to be a rebuilding year. They right. lost a ton of stuff, and this year, even they were so young last year that they were young this year. I feel like that's about the fifth time I've said this this episode. But um, yeah, they're they're still pretty young. So if they can string together five or six wins, that's not discouraging for for next year. What? But what is 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 there a hot seat at Boston College? Is that a thing? A team that uh, I will remind you, as I remind, reminded our friend Jane Coaston earlier today, was ranked number two in the nation less than ten years ago. I think if the Celtics missed the playoffs, okay. all coaches in the city are fired. Okay, good, good. And they didn't do great in the draft lottery either, so. Yeah, that's uh, it's like recruiting. Just the city's not very good at it. Oh. That, and, that, that and this, though, remember, this is actually the only team that Bostonians should like. Wow. It really is. It's the only team. Because remember, the <laughs> underrepresented opinions of America's basically first city, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Scrappy underachievers. Mm-hmm. Secretly an incredibly wealthy place. Hardworking people. Yeah, sure. The cradle of America. Cradle of America. You, you won't claim that? Okay, go ahead. Cool. Just put put your put your face down and and grind in it through the opponent, or let Tom Brady throw it fifty five <laughs> times a game. Sure, sure. A place where people do things the right way, or I don't know, just videotape the shit out of it, or Aaron, play dirty like Larry Bird, Aaron or Hernandez. yeah, go or Gators. yeah, Aaron, yeah, go Gators. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You know, a place a, a place where people haven't really lost the knack for hard work. I mean, the Patriot way would not have been to let anybody discover the body. So, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that's why he's not on the team anymore. That's fair. You know, that's a good point. Tom Brady's <laughs> never had a body found. Never. A place where people, a, a place where people root for the underdog, like Boston College. You know, when the city supports. 
whatsoever, as opposed to its multiple other championship teams and, and many and, other sports. An academic hub, Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> I love how beloved he is as one of the like most beautiful and like dumbest men on the planet. Look at this cartoon idiot. Look at this car unkillable cartoon idiot. Honestly, I think that like Ben Roethlisberger and Rob Gronkowski are somehow related as like being like flip sides of this. Like yeah, basically like, all of the like dark, like, dumb, huge lug nut things that, oh, that like Rob Gronkowski is sexy Homer Simpson. Ah. <laughs> He's absolutely sexy Homer Simpson and the rest of the country is Grimes. <laughs> Frank Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> 